0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
2: This message is
0: intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM.
2: Yes, Queen. <laughs> tell us
0: what's the, vibe. Um, what's the vibe. There's some damsels in the DM. Do you? In the Do you please tell us what's the vibe. So DMs, DMs. <laughs> yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. I'm Ash. And today we are here with Kirsten Magdalena, who is a viral content creator for her very relatable dating videos. So hello
2: Kirsten. Hello, thank you. Welcome to Damsels. We're so happy to have you on. I was actually watching your videos yesterday on Instagram and they are the most relatable videos I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) And I loved all of
2: them. They were just Thanks. so funny and all pretty much mostly about dating, right? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That's really what I try to focus on.
2: Yeah. So can you tell um, the listeners a little bit about you and, you know, you're dating if you're dating anyone right now or what your um, situation's like?
1: Okay. Well, hi guys. My name is Kirsten. I'm 22 years old. I'm making... TikToks, Reels, because I enjoy it, but I'm also working part-time as a content creative on the side and studying a master's degree in communication. And yes, I am dating someone, and most of the videos that I make are not based on him, uh, but on either friends experiences or past experiences, though sometimes I kind of do use some of my current experiences. How can you not? Yeah. How did he react
2: to your videos? Um, Were you already dating him before you started or when you started the videos or did you start dating him after you started making these dating videos?
1: So we dated last year when I hadn't started yet. And then we broke up contact. I started creating videos. Then we got back into touch and yeah, he doesn't even really watch all of them, uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which I'm thankful for because I mean, Sometimes I post quite a lot, so like you don't you
0: don't have to watch them all. My boyfriend never listens to this podcast. And it's honestly frustrating because I feel like I say a lot of good things about him. But
2: we talk about Brian all the time.
1: I know (laughs) and 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 all
2: good things too. But he could care less. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know what it is, but they they should. And also their friends. Yeah.
0: But what was your inspo for like originally starting to make the videos? And why did you want to start sharing them with the broader social media community?
1: So I started making YouTube videos, um, not last August, but the one before and um, I did that every single week. I'm not currently really doing that anymore but a friend said like why don't you just promote your youtube by making tiktoks and that was like my first introduction to tiktok Mm -hmm. because i heard so much about it and it was like quarantine here and i was like am i gonna start tiktok i don't know i did started posting them on instagram about a month later never really took off on tiktok but took off on instagram so yeah that's kind of how we started creating reels and tiktoks it's funny how that happens how it's like either one or the other like my videos that blow
2: up on TikTok don't do well on Instagram and then the ones on Instagram zero views on TikTok so yeah yeah but that's really cool that you got into it um I feel like a lot of people had a lot of like especially people who like had this creative instinct in them like covid and quarantine was like a great time for them to like come out and show their real them like you know show everyone like their real selves and like make these really funny videos and i've been enjoying yours thoroughly
1: yeah yeah there it's funny and it's also i don't know it makes you feel more connected in a way yeah yeah
0: Well, yours are extremely relatable, which I think is how we first came across you, because like we try to post a lot of relatable things on our Instagram that are aligned with what we're talking about. And so many of your videos were um, like pretty much exactly what we were talking about or topics that we wanted to be talking about. And what I love about it is that you are in a relationship now, but you still like very much understand what a lot of single people are going through and um, seem to keep that relatability.
1: I'm not currently in a relationship. So, the thing with Dutch oh, and English okay. is that when you oh. say you're dating, you're actually like going on dates, but not in a relationship yet. Ah, okay, um, okay. So, I'm going on dates. <laughs> okay, um, got it. But yeah, um, I'm not going on different dates with different guys, but have been going on dates for many years. So, yeah. wow.
0: So, you're really just uh, waiting to see if you like him or not, thinking about it. Oh,
1: I like him um, and I know that he likes me, but, um, hasn't happened yet.
0: Play the long game. It, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I back to what Lauren said. I really do like that. You post things that are, you know, geared towards single people and what I'm single and, um, it's just so relatable the things that you post because like it's an everyday thing or like an every week thing where you go through these emotions with these boys. And then um, it's like back and forth, these games. And I'm just like, I love watching people, you know, like all my TikTok is based off like relationships and couples and couples posting like cute videos or like girls talking about their boyfriends and how cute their relationship is. But I wanna see more of like the the comedy and being single and just like opening it up to like, you know, a broader audience and just like having single people know that it's not it's okay. And it's like, it's fun. And it's funny. And it's light. And you're okay. It's okay that you're single.
1: Yeah. And then we all go through the same things in the end.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. How did you feel when you were getting
0: such a big response to all of your videos and seeing how relatable they were for people?
1: It was so overwhelming. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was crazy. Because I don't remember how fast it all happened, but pretty fast. And then at some point, like I could just not open Instagram anymore without getting a ton of notifications. It was just like, what's going on? This is kind of crazy. And also my friends were like, what's <laughs> also, like they would tag me in different messages and posts, and they would be like, Why didn't you respond to the tag that I tagged you in? And I was like, yeah, listen, I got so many notifications. I'm not checking them anymore. Like it's just, I'm sorry. It's nothing personal. <laughs> it was very overwhelming. It still is. Yeah. I think I kind of got used to it, sort of, but it's still weird. Well, so you're still in university, right? Um yeah.
2: so do you think that this new, I guess like content creation that's coming up, do you think that you're gonna uh switch your career to be more in that lane or? Um, Are you going to stick to what you were studying before?
1: Um, I'm definitely going to wait and sit this master out if I already pass all my exams. Nice, But um, with my job, with my current job, I'm already quite doing what I'm doing for my own brand, which is not necessarily something that I would want to do for years and years and years. Um, But for now, it's fun.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious about how, like, you said that you kind of had like a long lasting dating thing with the current guy that you're seeing. Um, <laughs> yes. So that was going through a few years, right? So then you start making these videos, and you said he may or may not be the inspo for some of them. But that he doesn't realize that he's the inspo for some of the videos that you're making.
1: Um, I think he does. And I think I also tell him sometimes,
0: okay, or
1: send them to him um friends send them to him um (laughs) and he's okay with it doesn't bother him he's totally okay with it so far and when I make reels that are TikToks that are very negative in a way and are definitely not about him then I give a disclaimer like listen I'm about to post something it's not about you Uh, But sometimes I forget. And then sometimes it also is like one of his friends texting like, what did you do this time? (laughs) Um, So sorry.
2: (laughs) I feel like um, with this kind of humor, the person that you're dating can either be super sensitive about it, even though they know that it's not, it's just comedy. Or it could go the other way. They're they're like, oh, that's really funny. Like, I don't really care. Like, it's just, it's just Instagram. It's just comedy. Like, keep posting. Yeah. Because I had this, I had a situation where I posted a video, like, like a TikTok, something similar to yours. And the guy that I was seeing at the time was very sensitive about it. And it was only like two weeks that we were dating. Not even dating. Can we get old. a code word for who this guy is? Because huh? now I want to know. Can we get a code word for who the guy is? <laughs> um it's not New York. Okay. Yeah. It's not New York. This is a new person that I just for two weeks, the relationship lasted two weeks and it was in October. And the reason why I broke it off is because he couldn't take, he couldn't understand comedy. And like, I love, you know, joking around and making funny videos. And the fact that he couldn't understand that and was super sensitive about it and kind of mean about it. I was like, you know what? Like we're off for each other if you don't understand comedy then we're good we're done yeah but it's really cool that your guy is like you know he's not sensitive about it and he's like "Eh, whatever he couldn't care less yeah (laughs) that's the kind of person that everyone needs to be with
0: (laughs) yeah i always think about that though with people who create dating reels like are some of these coming out and then they like start an argument within the relationship (laughs) you know because like like is it a passive aggressive thing but apparently not well
1: maybe for some it is but I yeah. Yeah, I really don't like playing games and I I'm dutch and I just love direct communication so if there's something I'll just tell
0: or anyone, I love that.
1: And speaking of that, I'm actually curious, and this is kind
0: of a weird question, but has creating your videos made the world like feel smaller in a way? Because like people are relating to you from all over the globe. Like as you said, one of the differences that we didn't even realize, like in the Netherlands, dating means that you're actually going on dates, which for us is like unheard of. Because uh, who actually goes on dates anymore? Unless like I feel like you're on Hinge or something like that. But then even then, <laughs> are you going on like three, four dates? And then you're calling it a relationship like somebody who's oh. in her position who's been dating for years like that. I feel like we it's not very common here,
1: yeah. Mm, it's also not really common here, oh, okay. <laughs> definitely not like as in four weeks later or two weeks in, you're in a relationship, definitely not. But after a couple months, I, most of the times, I think, yes, you're on a relationship. Uh, but actually, my sister was saying that the other day, like, listen, this is this is not okay. I can't drag it on like this for any longer. But um yeah, it's not entirely normal here either. Okay, got
2: it. You're not alone though, because a lot of people are in that situation where they're dating someone for months and months and the guy doesn't make it kind of clear what you know the situation is. And then you don't want to be the one who's like, so what are we? You know, because it's like they it could go either way, but I was in a similar situation and but mine wasn't six months, it was like almost two years. And there was no talk about like, is this a relationship? Are we exclusive? Like zero talk. And I think I was just too nervous to bring it up. And then at a certain point, I was like, I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't need the label. And it gives me freedom to also go on other dates.
1: Oh, wow. I can't imagine two years. Yeah. Wow. That was my deadline. My
2: deadline should have been a little (laughs) bit earlier. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, Maybe it, it worked out. He lived in New York. I lived, I live in LA. So it worked out very long distance. So it was fine. But I think if the person was living in the same city as me, it would be a different, um, it'd be a different conversation.
1: I guess you also just learn from those kinds of situations because in the future, I would never do it again. Like I'm doing it right now because it's just also in a way sometimes stressful. And like the advice that I would give girlfriends is Run. Um, and I'm not following my own advice. So, yeah. That being said, though, you're 22. When I
0: started dating my boyfriend, he refused to date me for a year. And now we've been dating for six, almost seven years. So I do believe that at 21, 22, men, like, make drastic changes in their lives and what they want.
1: Well, he's not 22. But yeah, men. Men. (laughs) You're
2: right. (laughs)
0: Period. leave it
1: at that
2: yeah. yeah let's just leave it at
1: that <laughs> and what are you studying at in your masters um this master is actually quite flexible so every single block I can choose from about seven courses oh, and I'm about to choose cool. new courses but I have no idea yet what I'm going to do so it's from negotiation to uh psychology of language to oh wow mission and process and
0: yeah well, that kind of makes sense with what you're doing now, because obviously you understand like the psychology of what goes into dating, right? I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're learning quickly and sharing it really well with people. And I think a lot of people really appreciate that. Do you have any advice that you would offer to people who are loving your videos or feel like they relate really heavily to your videos?
1: Well, not all of my videos are that positive. Mm-hmm. And- um, reflecting how I really think about things. Most of the times they do, but sometimes I'm just being sarcastic, but just take it with a grain of salt. Don't believe everything you see on the internet.
0: Yeah, that's what we like about your videos though, is that they're not always positive, right? Because if things were always positive, it wouldn't be reality.
1: That is true. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like I'm potentially being too negative, but I'm trying to kind of make have a balance between negative and positive videos
2: you say it's negative but I think it's actually in a positive way because it makes people feel like oh I'm not the only one out there yeah oh like I thought this was only happening to me so I'm so glad that this is happening to other people out there they'll read your comments too and I'm sure there are people being like oh my god like me too or same you know and then it'll just like create the sense of community like oh I'm not alone like there's other girls or boys that are going through this so that's yeah I wouldn't say it's negative
1: Thanks, I'm happy to hear that. Great (laughs) feedback, not from directly my friends. So that's okay. (laughs)
0: No, I completely agree. And I often think that some of the things that we're most afraid about talking about are often the things that we should be talking about. Um, we had Jared Goldstein, I think, came on and said that last season. And I think that that's like such a good takeaway from watching your videos, because a lot of people are afraid to share the imperfections in their lives, but you dive head first into doing that, which I think is why they're so successful and why people are so relating to them, because like people don't want to go onto social media because there's so much of that already where you're seeing these perfect lives and perfect relationships that to see something about somebody being honest about what dating is really like, I think, you know, just makes it make social media a more comforting place. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, should we get into today's letter then?
2: We sure. should. Okay. Dear damsels, I'm going to be honest. I hate the dating world and everything that comes with it. Are there any good men? I don't know if I believe it. I feel like every date I go on, if I like them, they hurt me. And if I don't like them, they love me. I'm not convinced there's a future for me here. And I'd love to know if I'm wrong. I love the idea of a partner and seeing my friends with partners, but it just feels like it doesn't exist for some people. Let me know if I'm wrong. I love you. Am I the problem?
0: Oh, Welcome to mm. dating. That's my first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: Definitely. Well, I think she or he or whatever kind of already answered their own question. Because are there any good men? Well, if the person doesn't like them, they are in love with them. So I guess they're kind of the good person in that sense. Mm-hmm. I am exactly the same way. I go after guys or in the past, I
2: would go after guys who... Um, don't really give me attention and like are emotionally unavailable. And that's the kind of guys like, you know, the bad boy asshole types of men that I would chase. Yeah. And then when I would go on dates with other people, like the good guys and the nice guys, I'd be like, oh, they're so annoying. Like, no, I don't mm-hmm. like them. Like, you know, they talk to me too much or they're texting me too much. And it's like, you have to open yourself up to people who are not your type and give them a chance. And we have a previous episode about it too, but Just opening up and um, giving everyone a chance and don't just write them off within the first two dates or first three dates. Like give them a chance, you know, let the relationship grow. If you don't like it, that's fine. But um, I wouldn't let that discourage you from the whole dating game.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that there's somebody for everybody, but I think even if there weren't, that you would still be okay, because I think at the end of the day, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but finding your independent happiness before you find happiness in a relationship, I think, is always the number one way to find success um, moving forward if you were to enter a relationship. I also think that like, you just have to hang on to the hope of it and not hold it kind of so tightly. I think exactly what you were saying, Osh. sometimes people write other people off too quickly. And that's kind of um, where a lot of people get into problems with dating because you kind of have to like have a different perspective than you thought you would when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid, I feel like you have this idealized version of dating and you have a whole plan for yourself and the type of person that you're going to end up with. And then we become adults and it doesn't end up like that. So I think you kind of have to just broaden your perspective of what your dating life is going to look like.
1: Also with more failures or failures, the more you actually learn about yourself and about your type. And apparently if the guys that you like do not like you back, then potentially they're not your true type. You just want them to be. Yeah. Which is hard. I mean, in there, still there, but. Well, and sometimes the person who physically
0: can be your type could not be that way personality wise at all. And then personality wise, they could be totally your type, but then they don't look that way physically. So I think often you have to make sacrifices in what you thought you wanted because nobody is perfect and nobody is going to be like your idea of perfection. But then I think you stick with them long enough and you kind of mold your opinion of what perfection is. And those imperfections become a lot more attractive than they were in the beginning.
1: Yeah. yeah and also if you go on more dates with the type of person who might not physically be attractive to you, but from the inside then I, I think theoretically, you might still fall in love with them after a couple of dates anyways, because yeah. like who they are.
2: Yeah. And back to what you said, Lauren, it's like about loving yourself and truly believing in yourself before you even go out there. Because if you're holding on to this whole dating idea too tightly, it's just, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Your energy when you're drawing, you know, the energy that you put out is what you get back so or or people will sense your energy. So if you're mm-hmm. giving out that like I don't want to say desperate because I don't like that word desperate, but if you're giving out the that desperate, you know, energy, people are going to sense that. Yes. And they're going to it's going to be a red flag for them. So it's better to just like be confident in who you are, love yourself, love your life the way it is, and you'll attract someone just off your energy because they're like, "Wow, like they are having such a good time with their life. Like they love themselves so much, there has to be something, you know, like there, there has to be some some treasure over there, some gold over there. So I'm going to go and like figure out and maybe like, you know, this is the person for me. So just give the energy, like give good energy, give like people, you know, like a little preview of like how amazing you are and that's it. Don't have to worry about the rest.
1: Just note that the returning ex is not the one that you should focus on. <laughs> Definitely not.
2: <laughs> Never,
1: that ended for
2: a reason. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so the time, You know what else I think about though? I feel like these conversations are so much easier to have when we're young and people are like still attractive and we still have our childhood ideas of what relationships should look like. I think also when you're older, you
1: might just focus more on who someone really is instead Mm -hmm. of what they look like. I think, I think
2: maybe not. I hope so. I really hope so because in LA, it's like vanity is like the number one factor that goes into dating and it's just really annoying and it makes everything so much harder but I really do hope that people are out there to date because they want a lifelong partner and not date because they want like a pretty girl or a pretty guy on their arm. Yeah. And on their Instagram
1: feed, you know? Oh, wow. Is that really the way that things go in LA? No. Yes. I'm not, for, I'm not. Yeah. not Yeah. I'm not going to generalize, <laughs> but
2: like it is the things that I've been seeing on Uh, My dating, you know, on Hinge and on Raya, it's like people only comment about the looks and not about like, oh, so what do you have to offer? And like, they don't get to know, they don't want to get to know you and your personality, what you do. They just talk about, I've been on two dates or one date recently that the guy was just talking all about himself. Like it was all about himself. I don't think he took a break to even ask me like, What I do. I think he just wanted a therapist, or he just wanted someone to like listen about his life. And he was just bragging and bragging and bragging. This is what I've done. This is the company I've built, like just going off. And I I was so tired. I was like dozing off. (laughs) And I was like, God, I've lost all my energy. I don't want to be here. And then finally the waitress came to my rescue and she was like, Do you want to close that? I was like, Yes, please. I need to go. Uh, Did
1: he at least pay for the drinks
2: or food? Yes, he did. He did. And honestly, I usually um, offer, but this time I was like, he took up a lot of my time. (laughs) I did not get anything in return. So this is instead of him paying me money as a therapist, like you can pay for dinner and drinks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Going back to what you said, Ash, I really like your choice of the word partner also, because I think that like what you were saying, especially in LA, people are looking for like that person to fill a void, but you really have to think about entering a relationship as finding somebody who you want to be your teammate, like in approaching life with and who is going to be a huge support for you. Because if you're looking for anything else, like it's not going to be a lasting long-term relationship. And it's also not going to be a fulfilling thing for you.
2: Yeah, agreed. It's it's yeah. a, it's not going to be a lasting relationship. That's the one that stuck out with me the most no. what you said. Yeah. And you'll yeah. figure it out. You're going to realize that this person's qualities like oh, they might be really handsome and really hot, but like what do they have to offer? How are they going to hold my hand through tough times? Like what if, you know, we have kids down, down the line? Like what's going to happen if there's something, you know, wrong with the kids? Like anything like is this person just going to be a pretty face or are they going to be holding your hand through it and you know taking you through life like together as a partner
1: yeah, yeah that's important makes yeah. me also kind of sad at the same time because do those people really exist yeah <laughs> mm. yeah they do but where I-
0: You know what else this makes me think about? Osh and I are both actors and you know how like they tell you to do like audition tracking and see like what you're getting called in for, like what your casting is. I think you should do that same thing, but with your dates, if you notice that dating isn't working out and notice like, who are you bringing in for these dates? And like, if they are all the same type of person, then that's a question you should be asking yourself. And like, if you're not seeing the characteristics that you want in a partner, then like, when you're looking on the apps, start looking for those characteristics early on so you stop wasting your time. Like treat, like if you want a long-term relationship, then treat it like it's something that you really want and look at what you're putting into it instead of just mindlessly dating and mindlessly going out with whoever is interested in you. Look at who you're seeing.
1: Yeah. This kind of reminds me of the TED Talk that I just watched by <laughs> Mac J who wrote The Defining Decade. Okay. <laughs> oh, I read that. Good book. Yeah. And it's, well, yeah. I haven't read it yet, but just watched the TED Talk. But she also talks about dating and like, yeah, you might not date now for your future husband yet, but why are you wasting time anyways? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Date for your future self.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The years that you spend dating someone that you know you're not going to marry, use those years to build yourself up and become like the best person, the best version of yourself you can be.
0: Yeah. Defining Decades, is a great book. I love that you brought that up um, because that's such a good one also to just think about like your career and all the choices you're making in 20s. Because people, I think, write off the time period of your 20s as like partying, like single time, like date everybody. And like, yeah, you should yeah. do part of that. Go out, have fun, of course. But also like think about the choices that you're making now and how they're going to affect your life going forward.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, I need to start reading it. I, I need to read that book
2: too. It sounds really good. I have a whole list of books that I need to be reading, but they're just sitting on my shelf staring at
1: me. You can me. start by watching the TED Talk. It's <laughs> only like 15 minutes and yeah. then that will motivate you to read the book. Yes. And um, we should actually put the link of the
2: TED, TED Talk so our listeners can
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, listen to that as well and kind of get context about what you're talking about. Um, But back to the letter writer um, and back to what Lauren said, just like, you know, kind of, Thinking of it like auditioning and all the things that you're getting called in for, why don't you make a list of all the qualities you're looking for a man? And it's not vanity, you know. Make a list of like actual personality traits or or what you're looking for in a lifelong partner, and then have that list with you. And also make the list of what you don't want, and just have that mental list with you, or have it on your fridge. And when you go out on a date, keep track of like what qualities about this guy that you're seeing or girl that you're seeing and what you're not seeing and then come back check up on your fridge look at all the qualities that you've wanted and didn't want and then check this person off like did they meet this did they not meet this and then you know go that it's a lot of work but if the, if this is if you're actually looking for someone who you know you like and likes you back like I think that's just the way to do it and I need to follow my own advice because I need to do that <laughs> It would make
0: me laugh so much if this person like showed up at a date with like a notebook and they're like, oh, okay, you like
1: sports? No, check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're close with your family? Check. (laughs) But that's kind of the way that you should do it. Not not literally, but like the casting, take it seriously. It's about your life and your happiness and you deserve the best. I agree completely. Um, Kirsten, rapid
0: fire. I want to know what your favorite video you ever made is. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't, I completely forget what videos I have made. Um, Can I quickly look at my Instagram feed? Knock yourself yes. out. Yeah. yeah, take your time. Tell us what your
0: um most successful one is too, because I want to know that too.
1: Okay, that's easy. That is the one uh, Cosmopolitan reposted. Um, It's the add gin to my shopping list. No, Mm. add gym to your to-do list, add a gin to your shopping list, something like that. It was that I also found that funny, but it wasn't about dating, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, currently, I'm just obsessed with the, are you new here? Audio, (laughs) that just makes me really happy. (laughs) But of all times, that is hard. It's not like I love all of them. But they're okay. (laughs) I can sometimes laugh about them. You are your harshest critic so
2: Definitely. I like your red flags ones a lot oh thanks what the yeah. inspiration behind your red flags one life men
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean yeah literally life men and did you ever make a video? I
0: mean, it sounds like you've been dating this person for a bit now, but did you ever make a video that did have a really negative reaction, like where you had to deal with trolls or like with a person who you were sharing information
1: about? Um, From others? Yeah. Oh, I mean, with every single video. There are <laughs> trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Either I'm being sexist, which is sometimes unfortunately true. I need to work on that. Or um, they think I'm exaggerating things and like, oh yeah, but have you ever dated a woman? No, I haven't. But yeah, I I bet there are shitty ones out there as well. Mm -hmm. So they are always rules.
0: Alejandro makes, our other host on the podcast, makes me um, like always question my sexism towards men because I'm like, you're so great. So I have faith for the rest of them.
1: (laughs) I need to work on that.
0: We all need to work on it. It's fine.
1: I feel
2: like the guys in my family too, like, they're just such a am- like watching my brother with his wife. It's just really nice to see that, you know, the way he cares for her and he's just like really sweet to her. And then my dad to my mom too, like he like makes her um, breakfast and like, just like does all these really cute things and takes really good care of my mom. And she is like his number one priority over me. Just crazy. Um, nah. Whatever. It's I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really sweet to see that and it's like okay if there are men like my dad and my brother you know there has to be you know like it's not everyone's like that it's just the people that we're attracting and that we're attracted to because for me I'm not attracted to really sweet nice men and that needs to change because then I need to stop either I need to stop complaining about the guys that I'm meeting because I am fully asking to go into a relationship that is you know not as loving as I would want it to be or I need to change like you know change my list change what I'm looking for so we all have these great
0: examples of men or like at least most of us do if we're lucky enough but then it's like when we're applying like the same standards to dating it's like because we're having bad dating matches we think that they're all horrible and then we forget like these great examples that we do have they're out there we be looking. Yes. I think of that meme, like with the woman who's like bent over, you know, just like really searching. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
2: find them. We'll hunt I'll them down. down. Yes, yeah. we will hunt them down. Definitely. You take we'll Amsterdam, keep- I'll take America. We'll combine forces.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I'll take Amsterdam. She'll take Rotterdam.
1: <laughs> Can I? Uh-huh. I mean, Netherlands isn't that big. I-, I will just do the entire country do Europe. The, yeah you, know you yeah
0: yeah thank you thank you <laughs> well kirsten thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with us is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners
1: um well if you have inspiration for my next tiktok reel just dm me and um thank you for bringing me into contact with these kinds of people Aww.
2: and then yeah. can you share your um, where the listeners can find you and follow you on all uh, social media platforms
1: yeah so obviously the biggest one is Instagram it's at Kirsten well Magdalena and then a B which is the first letter of my last name but I think if we just do Kirsten M A you'll find me I think and on TikTok which is the same without a B is kirsten Magdalene. and then i'm also on youtube but not really active anymore but if you want to find me it's again kirsten Magdalena. so those are the three yeah those are the three
2: cool well thank you so much for coming on it was a pleasure to talk to you and you know talk about your dating life and thank you for opening up to us as well thank you so much all right everyone well thank
0: you so much for tuning in to another episode of damsels in the dms until next time it's going down in the dms bye dms dms we don't need them we just leave them please yeah it's going down in the dms bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform